Hi, I'm Kaz, and welcome to The Spread Podcast. So guys, uh, still in Tampa, uh, don't intend on leaving ever. <laughs> we have been married into the family. Yes? Yes. Yeah, I need confirmation. Oh yes, yes. Let them know it's real. <laughs> and it's just been an amazing time, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for coming. It's been great for us as well. Yay, this is wonderful. And I just thought it would be nice to have you on, I mean, since you're here and mm-hmm. since you're an expert in many things sex. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Then it would be nice to sort of have you chime in on the conversation about squirting. This wasn't the initial intention, right? but then I posted on my Instagram a picture of my wet sheets. I saw those. Yes, girl. Wow. Yeah. Quite intense. A few days later, I was hospitalized for dehydration. <laughs> And that is not a lie. That is so was that with a partner? Case. Was that by yourself? It's with a partner. Oh, so wow. I only, no, I can't say I just recently started squirting. I've been squirting for maybe 10 years now. Okay. And um, I can only squirt during penetration. So. Okay. Is it always? No. Oh, that's, that's super important. I hope everyone is listening. So you're a squirter, but you yes. don't squirt every time. So I don't squirt Every time. Mm-hmm. I only squirt with a male partner. Okay. Because there's something about, like, a penis penetration mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, a finger or... Right. And it, it certainly helps just the way, kind of like that, the squirting technique is where a penis can really rub up against the G-spot. Mm-hmm. And um, the skein, S-K-E-E-N, mm-hmm. is the area where that female ejaculation or the squirt fluid mm-hmm. comes out of so that pressure starts it starts to build up in the area and the penis a good sized penis mm-hmm. will help with that yeah. so that makes sense it's not the only way but it certainly is one one way what's your experience um my experience is that i like to consider myself more of a flutter than a squirter but it's i'm mean, so there's lots of different ways there's squirting gushing flooding um they're all different ways to explain kind of just like a great deal of fluid coming out of your vagina um, during sexual arousal. So for me, I've never had the experience, well, yeah, maybe once, but like that you see in film, which now being in the industry, I understand why I never had that experience because it doesn't often happen where the liquid is like flying across the room. Yeah, I've never had that experience, um, but I have had where I thought that I wet the bed. I thought that I peed. Yeah. And it's just like an overwhelming gush of fluid um, coming out of me. And then I've had some other situations where um, there's just been a trickle, like a significant amount, kind of like a drippy faucet, which is a lot different than um, my normal ejaculation, which is more sticky, I guess, or creamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thicker Yeah, thicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's been my experience, and it doesn't happen all the time. It actually doesn't happen often for me. Yeah. Yeah. But um, to each his own. To each his own. Which I think is important to say because a lot of the questions that I've been receiving is like women 
um, saying, how do I squirt? What like what kind of an mm-hmm. orgasm do I have to be having? Um, one of the things that is very common back home is that we have hen nights, like bachelorette okay. parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a common thing that happens, the way you guys um, sort of provide entertainment for hen mm-hmm. night, uh, our like, most common form of entertainment is um, these aunties. They're called sengas. Okay. S- a senga. Yeah, and they're these aunties who come uh, for the hen night and they show you how to squirt. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually never been for one of those. Mm-hmm. I have been for another one where there was a man involved, which I, I didn't really like. But he he's the one who was teaching women how to squirt. Oh, yeah, that's always interesting. Yeah. Um, but he had a female subject, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And um, she kind of just lay on the on the carpet Mm -hmm. and then he came with like this dildo and he kind of offered it was actually you know now that I look back at it it was like it's not kosher he'd offer other people to assist to yeah to like take the vibrator and Mm -hmm. sort of like fuck her with it even though it was like some women have never had same sex experiences Mm -hmm. or don't know how to please another woman so they were kind of just like oddly like shoving this dildo inside her vagina poor lady yes but then she then then she the idea was like what they're trying to show you is that you can squirt, like, um, project, projectile oh. squirt. So, like, there was, mm-hmm. there's cum all over the, the curtains. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I kind of think it's, it's a, that method, that, that has got women thinking that that's what they need to be doing in order to, so to have, I, like, extreme sexual. So it has women and men feeling that way. And I have to say that I've had mind-blowing sexual experiences, orgasms, with or without squirting. Um, it's not something that I chase. And I think that when you are kind of chasing a high when it comes to sex, then you don't really enjoy the journey. Exactly. And um, so I think we need to take that kind of like, that desperate feeling to be able to squirt to satisfy someone else. Because we're not necessarily, it's not necessarily for our own satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing for men. It's like, you know this idea that this man, this particular man that you're talking about can make someone squirt, so does it make another man less of a man if he can't mm-hmm. create that? Um, and does it really even take someone else? Because I, I've i actually been able to make myself squirt with a toy that was just, it, it had a little hook to it mm-hmm. to kind of stimulate the G-spot and just re- being able to relax and please myself and 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 then that was the outcome. It wasn't the intention. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Probably and mostly because I was relaxed than anything. But I think we have to definitely just get rid of this idea that sex is not um at, it's not at its peak unless someone is squirting or projectile squirting or projectile coming. Um and we have to be careful as to who we're taking lessons and information from because um there's tricks that you can use for that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. You can put water up there. Um, even some actresses have done things like filled water balloons or condoms. Oh. Yeah. So that's not fair yeah. to, you know, to um, compare ourselves. And it's like the same thing with comparing yourself to anything that you see on TV. Like, you know, um, I just kind of think of like, looking at paper towels or pads and they show it on TV and you're like, oh my gosh, it's the quicker picker upper. It's mm-hmm. You know, and then you try this shit at home and you're like, it didn't work that way for me. It's the same thing. Any type of entertainment advertisement is going to have a spin on it and we cannot like compare our bodies to that of someone else, especially an entertainer 
who, you know, if they're supposed to be shooting 10 squirting videos and you can only squirt, um, you know, five times, those 10 still have to be, you still have to fill your quota. Yeah. So you start getting creative or producers yeah. start to get really okay. creative. Yeah, so we have to be careful with that. And then even, you know, auntie, I don't I don't know, maybe auntie's onto those tricks. I feel like auntie's definitely onto those tricks because the hen night that I went for where the girl um, squirted, she was lying in the bedroom with like a bottle of water by her bedside for like an hour before she came out. So okay. it's not like she was, you know, hanging out with the girls and right. talking. And then, so I was just right. like... She's prepping. Of course. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't mm-hmm. I don't believe that that, that was natural. Right. Yeah, because I also just, uh, well, not necessarily, but also just the that form of exhibitionism and pressure to squirt. Every time, every party. It can't be mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. I imagine that the, time, the times that I've managed to squirt, I've been completely like into that sexual right. Right. interaction and mm-hmm. very relaxed and very comfortable with my partner. Well, there are some people who say that no matter what, whenever they have sex, and this is like even a thing that has kept some women from participating in sex is that, or having an orgasm, I'll say that, because they're embarrassed that they're going to um, wet the bed. And when I say wet the bed, even if they know that they're not peeing, just like making that big old mess, um, or they are not aware of what's happening to them. They think they're they're peeing. Yeah. Or they, they there are even some men who don't like, the squirting it's overwhelming for them yeah. so um you know kind of there's like this misconception that every woman wants to squirt and every man wants to either be the reason or you know be a part of of squirting and that's not true so if you're someone that you know that's listening and you feel like you know i'm a squirter or a flutter or whatever or i just produce way too much liquid and i'm embarrassed by it um don't be you know there's special sheets that one can buy so that Ooh, way they don't ruin the that. bag uh, so organic eleven has I'm going to tag at the yes, bottom. Yes, 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 yes. Look <laughs> down below. Organic eleven carries uh, a whole line of sheets and sex furniture that are completely waterproof. Sex furniture? Yeah, you didn't know? No, girl. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty tough. Instead of like propping yourself up on your pillows that always like you know deflate. Yeah. They're you know wedges and I'll I'll show you that. Well, actually, everybody look at organic eleven and you'll see some of those um sex pieces of furniture and all of them come you just unzip them throw them inside the washing machine with your regular laundry i.e. just hand wash them this is kenya yes we're hand washing things oh okay well wherever you are <laughs> clean them I guess. dry them put them back on your bed i just say yeah look at me with my first world problems <laughs> just throw them in the wash wash that squirt right out i bet you your laundry is probably cleaner than ours i don't know about that it's probably like um stretchier. Stretchier, that's true. Or the yeah. fabric lasts longer with hand washing. I think it lasts longer with machine washing. Really? Yeah. We'll have to put this to the test. We'll just have to squirt on some things. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Out. We can do it from a car. We can just do like <laughs> videos like of those squirting and then the washing. And then the washing. Yeah. But yeah, so there's things to help with that. You know, the other thing's like you know, for someone who doesn't want to hand wash their sheets every night that they have sex, then we have to kind of find other ways to do that. But a lot of women hold back their orgasm because of their fear of squirting, making a mess, or being embarrassed. And um, some men have made women feel bad about it, too. Yeah. You know? By the time a man is making you feel bad about anything, Why are already, you yep, even? Just move right, on. Just move on. <laughs> but so um, for those of you who are, that you naturally squirt every time that you have um, a sexual encounter, that's normal. Just, and it's just as normal as those who don't. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot of questions coming up about um, the sensation of wanting to pee. I think w women want to talk about that more. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you my personal experience, um, and it's possibly not the same for everybody, but that sensation or urge to pee is there, yeah. and just the idea is not to fight it. Just let it, let be. it go. Yeah. That's you're, it. You're not peeing on your partner. Nope. It's yeah. um, so you're so the mechanisms in your body that allow you to urinate are not going to be activated at that time that you're having sex. And um, the first time that I squirted, the very first time, or that I gushed or flooded or whatever, I, that was a sensation. And I was just like, I was pretty young and I was too scared to like stop and say I had to go to the bathroom. I wasn't like scared, but, you know, embarrassed or whatever. I didn't want to like stop the flow of things. But I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I was just overwhelmed. And so then it happened. And when he went to the bathroom after, I was like sniffing the sheets. Like, uh, like uh, it smelled like pee. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to put a towel on. Should I just throw the blanket back on it? Yeah. And just like, he'll figure it out later. <laughs> and that's what I did. I like grabbed the towel, threw it down, and just like laid back on top of it and yeah. said nothing. Yeah. And I really thought, and it didn't smell like pee. But I couldn't convince myself otherwise. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I remember, like, oh, my gosh, he's never going to invite me back because I just peed his bed and didn't say anything. <laughs> that, I've heard a, a worse horror story that What's is quite that? similar <laughs> to that. that. A girl, um, she got her period. Well, oh. she, and she had just met a guy in the bar, and it was a one-night stand, and she went to his house, mm -hmm. and then they fucked, and she, and she got her period, and so the sheets were bloody, and she was trying to hide it from <laughs> Oh, God. He's going to see that. <laughs> you know, I probably have been less embarrassed about period anything than that, that, than pee. Oh, wow. Yeah. How come? Probably because, um, talk, I mean, most men and women together don't, you know, sexually, they don't really, or partners, especially casual partners, don't really talk about your menstrual cycle. But it's, we all know that exists. Like, they know from their mother. Yeah. They know from watching television that pads and tampon advertisement. Yeah. It's, like, kind of a known thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but squirting is not something that we were talking about in this way yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. It, and especially, you know, for me, it was probably, like, you know, 15, maybe more years ago. Yeah, more, 20 years ago that that experience happened. So I didn't even know how to explain it. But if it was blood, then I'd be like, oh, man, you busted me wide open. Yeah. <laughs> you made it come down. Um, some of the comments that my Instagram followers have been commenting on my sheets picture is one person said the cognitive dissonance when I found out that squirting was basically involuntary peeing shook me. Laughing, crying emoji. But I still want to try and make it happen. So I'm going to hit the bad girl's Bible for that. Tips are also appreciated. <laughs> so if I had to give any tips to encourage squirting or for those that want to give it a try, the, my first um, word of advice or tip would be to try it by yourself. Um, I think really everything that we can try sexually alone is always, you know, always a good idea because then we become more comfortable with ourselves. We know what to expect when we're with our partner, how to move our bodies in such a way so that way we can control. That is super important, too, is that we control our bodies. Um, and even in doing that means manipulating our partners to make our bodies do what we want them to do. So maybe getting a toy, um, finding out where that G-spot is. So if you stick your finger out like you're telling someone to come here, come hither, 
um, that motion, would that translate well? Yeah. Okay. I but, just want to. But it, I, I feel like it makes sense if you're sticking your finger in somebody else's vagina and saying, come here. So okay, imagine, imagine yeah. that somebody was, do, was doing, doing that, that to, to you. you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you can use a toy that has that type of hook so that you can get into that G-spot, and everyone's G-spot is somewhere. Some, you know, It's a little bit different, but usually about two or three inches in and up. So you want to go in and up. Um, and just kind of like tickle around that area, just whatever feels good to you. And what you're going to do is start to, there's a little spongy area up there, your G-spot, that gets really full with fluid the more aroused that you get. And that's what you're aiming for. So you got to think about what arouses you. Is it going to be lighting some candles, um, music, having a really, really hot royal fetish XX. I was just about to say that. Film on. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> See? Having yeah, some good um good film or maybe you ha- you're masturbating with your partner on the other end of, you know, FaceTime or Skype or whatever. So that you know, really think about what works for yourself to get you nice and relaxed and take your time. Take your time building that arousal. Once you have an orgasm Go at it again. Most people um, will have a squirting episode after their first or second orgasm. It's not always on the first try. Um, or if you feel that really overwhelming feeling that you feel when you're about to have an orgasm, keep going. Push past that limit. Um, the part where you feel like you know your, your legs are going to shake off or you're going to like see the heavens, like go for it. Go see it. <laughs> go see those go heavens. Go see those heavens. And... Um, and you know what? If it happens, awesome. Lay in it, revel in it, enjoy it. If it doesn't happen, like you just had an amazing orgasm. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. It's a you win-win know? situation. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. Um, I have never been able to make myself squat. Okay. Like, have you really tried? I have. Okay. I've, and I literally did the candles and the, mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. like for that purpose. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, it won't work. Too much pressure maybe? Maybe it's like mm-hmm. thinking about something. Actually, I, I don't know. My my masturbation is also just boring. <laughs> uh, there's a girl who says, "Yes, ma, this is practically a threat to to me." He goes, "You keep talking shit, I'll make you squirt again." No better feeling. She's talking about her I husband. Heard, uh, <laughs> yeah, her, her husband. She's just like always wetting the sheets. Um, I've argued with so many people that squirting is not peeing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, and each time I'm muffing my girl and she squirts on my face, damn, feels like voodoo for sexual blessings. Ooh, I love that. I love that. I like that guy. Yeah. Someone says, boys are too terrified of this. I'm told my, I've told my husband that he needs to earn his right to see this. He's still earning. I'm just like. They have some little power dynamics going on in their relationship. Also, just like you'll enjoy it. Just do it. Yeah, just just for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone else says, most women have never experienced the immense pleasure of a squirt orgasm because of so many factors, including issues like shame, body image, inexperienced sexual partners, and so many others. Guys, on the other hand, are not also well-informed or Mm -hmm. even fulfilled within themselves unselfishly enough to lead a woman to that level of creating sexual tension and releasing it just as strongly through squirting. I completely agree. And and to, to say that... We have to be in control of our own pleasure. I mean, I think that that's so important. You know, if we're saying that, you know, men are not even secure enough within themselves, then how could we even expect for them to fulfill us in, in that area? And we're not always going to be in a place where we can find a partner that is, you know, at their their maximum 
performance. You were all a work, a work, uh, how do you say it? A work in progress. Mm -hmm. And there are things that you might love about a person that make them excellent for your life in one area, but in another area, maybe they're still struggling and growing. So I never say kind of like, you know, throw the man out if he's not working in this area for you, but do find ways that you can please yourself or that you can help your partner please you. So sometimes it's saying like, stay right there. Yeah. Or I want to do this position or just getting up and doing it. Like, yeah. you'll follow suit. It's yeah. fine. And and I feel like if you're pleasuring yourself and if you're happy in that sexual encounter, then, mm -hmm. you know, he, he'll jump on board. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it'll certainly happen. Um, for me, there have been times where I didn't feel like I was being pleased to my standards. And this is so, it's not saying that the guy was doing anything wrong. It's like, you know, just not hitting the mark. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'll say things like, I really, really want to watch you while I play with myself. Mm -hmm. Or I really, really want you to watch me. Mm -hmm. um, you make me feel so good. I want to, I just want to please myself mm -hmm. at this point. Or, you know, I just want to touch myself. And it's not putting the other person down, but it's really saying, like, I am not going to allow this night to end where I'm not going to be pleased. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, it's perfectly okay to do that. So in regards with squirting, if you have, you know, if you have a, a partner that doesn't appreciate the fluids that your body can can create, then you know, maybe it's not time to necessarily get rid of that person. Yeah. <laughs> but um, maybe that's something that you need to do on your on your own, like and have them watch or, yeah. you know, yeah, or just just do it and they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone else says squirting itself isn't pleasurable. I have a better orgasm when I do squirt, though. I've only made myself squirt. She says, thanks, pure wand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. So weird. Sometimes you cannot stop it. Like, you're totally peeing. And I love the squishy sound right before. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that statement kind of turned me on. <laughs> I'm just like, that squishy sound right before. I'm just like, yes. you Because you could feel it. Because exactly. you've heard it. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, about that, um, I don't think that my best orgasms have come have been squatting orgasms. Mm -hmm. I've definitely had more powerful orgasms without squatting. Same here. Yeah. So, yeah. so because so many women think that like squatting is the goal, yeah. and that's where the height of the pleasure lies, it's a very common misconception. Mm -hmm. And pleasure, like if you're having mind blowing orgasms. I, it's not necessary that the squirt will add. No, not at all. It's just just a different type of mind blowing. Or for again, for some, it's not mind blowing. For you know, the first time for me, it was highly anxiety producing. Yeah, because I didn't know what was happening, and it wasn't ideal in the situation because I didn't know where he kept clean sheets. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, it's just it's something different. I mean, there's sex. Sex can be used for so many things. Like sometimes for me, it's to go to sleep. Yeah. You know. Um. Other times, it's to relieve tension. Sometimes it's because I need intimacy. I want closeness. Um. Other times, I want to try something new. I want to feel a different sensation, or I want pain versus you know. So, um, every orgasm should have its own intention. You know. Yeah, and you can. Sort of like, um, I've been reading about like, creating these manifestations and, like yeah. through your orgasms and just like sort of like when you're orgasm, just like make your intentions clear about what it is that you're trying to manifest. So I am um, not good at that yet, but 
there's definitely power in that. So one of my sisters of sexuality, Parish Michelle Blair, that's her, that is her thing. That's, she is the expert in manifestation through masturbation. And I've watched her manifest things in her life um, because of, you know, and, and I don't know if it would be any different if she did her meditation and manifestation without the masturbation. But I think it helps because um, I've seen some really amazing things happen in her life and her client's life. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to also do with the intention mm -hmm. that you're dedicating time to make something happen for yourself. Now, you know, whether it has to be through masturbation or not, I, I'm huge on the placebo effect. As long as it happens, like, that's all that matters, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, it's certainly a time when you're the most relaxed. You're extremely vulnerable. You're vulnerable to your environment, to the people and energy around you. So I don't see why not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess another comment from one of the guys is, uh, I always appreciate the flow, find it kind of an honor to be on the receiving end. I also find it encouraging. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, because it goes to that ego. Yeah. You know, but it, it has to feel um, amazing because women, well, I'll put it this way. You know, men have for a while struggled with knowing if a woman is faking it or mm -hmm. not. So I think with squirting, there's some validation for men. Just like for women, you know, when you see the cum, you know, like I did that, you know, or I mm -hmm. at least had something to do with that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's taken me a while with my partner now. He doesn't always ejaculate when he has an orgasm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for my own ego, I have to trust that when he says he's had an orgasm and he's pleased and he's satisfied that he is. Mm -hmm. um, as a woman, I don't always have an orgasm when I have sex. It's just. It's just not a requirement for me every single time. And, and I don't, you can still enjoy the sex absolutely. without having an orgasm. I, and I don't put that pressure on myself or my partner. But it is very difficult to say to a man, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm all set. You know? And it's like, but did you come? Like, no, but I'm all set. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like, it's okay. And then um, I've had to tell my partner that apologizing or asking me again and again takes away from that good feeling that I yeah. had. And then it makes me feel like I need to... Um, do something to make you feel better about the fact that I'm actually fine. Yeah. And, you know, so we, we've come to that understanding. So um, for for men, I think that they should also know that a woman, and, and for women, that everything doesn't have to end in an orgasm. It's great if it does. Um, it's still, it, it can be even great if it doesn't. Take the woman's word for it. If she's satisfied, she's satisfied. And women, you know, please do your best to, to not, pretend or to act because then we give our partners this false um, false roadmap to our bodies and thinking that you can do this and this is going to be the outcome when in our minds we're like yeah yeah whatever let's yeah. just be done mm -hmm. you know um, so somebody sent me a message on my inbox mm -hmm. um, she says this has really struck deep when I saw it because I'm shook and because I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm even using a fake account just to oh, contact you wow. and discuss this because I'm so embarrassed to come forth and admit that I cannot or have not been able to bring myself to squirt. Oh. It annoys, in capital letters, me. And it bothers me when I have sex and cannot squirt. I listened to your podcast. You guys were talking about squirting and how it feels like you're about to pee. I felt that, but I'm usually thinking, why the fuck would I pee on him and he's ramming deep inside <laughs> me? So I'm never able to get myself to just let go. 
Maybe I just can't squat. Maybe I can. I don't know. I'm also having issues with my wetness. I dry out fast and I don't know why. Mm. I don't get as wet as I should be. It really, really bothers me. And I was thinking I have an issue because I'm only 20. I'm so young. I feel like I need your help, please. You do need our help. You do for so many reasons that have nothing to do with squirting. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, so let's talk about, there's a couple of things in there. She, I mean, she kind of answered her own question when, when saying, I don't know how to let go. So I don't think that you're not only not squirting, I don't think that you're probably enjoying sex. So, um, you know, that idea of letting go is, you know, finding out what the hangups are that are keeping you from quote unquote letting go. And what does letting go mean to you? Because I think for some, it's like letting go means that I'm going to squirt for those of us who can or who have, letting go just means having a good time, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, relaxing, being with the partner that I feel safe, comfortable, and able to let go with. So ask yourself those questions. Um, The vaginal dryness, that is like, there's so many things with that. Um, I'm I'm an older woman. I've had children. I'm I'm an older woman. You're you're really not. I know, right? Yeah. I (laughs) am not 20. (laughs) There we go. I'm not 20. I've had children and um, my body is changing. I can I can definitely feel my body chemistry is changing. And I I use lube now more than I have in the past. But in, in the beginning, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I was embarrassed to use lube. Like, mm. um, I'm not like, why can't I make my own fluid anymore the way that I used to? Couple of things. Now I don't even care anymore. One is that you should be using lube whether you make your own wetness or not, because it reduces tears. It creates for just a great sexual experience, and um, you're just, you know, you're able to engage in sex longer and kind of take some of that pressure off. That's one. Two, the older I get, the more things I have going on in my head, mm-hmm. and when I'm having sex. It takes me a while to actually get into the space of, so, you know, I have to think, okay, is the laundry done? Is, you know, is everything closed up for the night? Did I forget to, um, you know, lock the door? Like, all of those those thoughts go through my head at, you know, the end of the night. Or, I mean, it's just like regular, if I'm just having kind of like typical sex, I, it does take me a little while to get in the moment because I have a lot of things, um, I'm responsible for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of... For the men that are listening, you know, you can think of when you have a lot of stress on your mind, it might be hard for you to have an erection. Mm. And the same thing for women. We have a lot of stress um, or a lot of things that we're preoccupied. It can take a little while for us to get aroused. So um, there have been times where I'm like fully aroused. I'm totally um, looking forward to or enjoying the moment, but my body is just not responding. And um, in the past, I would probably be really worried or even try to find a way to cut sex short. But like now I just like that's. There, there's like a million dollar industry on lube. So that means that mm. people need it. And who am I to think that, I, you know, I'm above the need for. Mm-hmm. So it's like if it's there, somebody's buying it. Yeah. And I don't really think that I'm that special that, you know, I don't need it. But there have been a couple of things that I have done. And I hope that you're the caller um, might want to look into some of these things regarding vaginal dryness. And it has actually helped me. One is lube. Use it. Um, the second thing is I stop using pads and tampons because they have drying agents in them that um, really suck your vaginal um, your vaginal juices out. 
from you. So a tampon doesn't decipher, and a pad, they have absorbency things. It doesn't decipher what's blood and what's your your vaginal. Um, ah, I see. Yeah, you your mean. vaginal, your mm-hmm. own vaginal liquid. And it starts to dry that area. So um, think, you know, however, however old you are. So she's 20. Mm-hmm. So she's probably been using some form of pad or tampon for the last, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Assuming that she started menstruating at 15, which is actually pretty late nowadays for mm-hmm. girls. Um, we have changed the chemistry of our bodies. So I stopped. I don't use them anymore. I use uh, menstrual pads, menstrual cups. cups. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if I'm not using a menstrual cup, then I'm using an organic pad. Mm-hmm. So Nini Organics for that will include that at the bottom with um, a way that you guys can save. So menstrual cups help just with reducing vaginal dryness. Uh, other things are when it gets too rough, I don't mind stopping. There's other things that can be done. I also have found that Sometimes my vaginal dryness is because I am doing something I don't want to do for too long. Mm. And it's not your body talking to you. It is. Mm. It's saying like, okay, that's great. Like he rammed you 5,000 times now. Mm. Like we're done with this. Calm down. Do Mm. something else. So I take breaks. I take breaks. I'm like, hey, I need a break. (laughs) Give me some water. (laughs) Do something different. Do some jumpy jacks or something. But listen, I listen to my body. Mm. Do you actually do jumping jacks in between sex? Um, sometimes I say like I want to run a lap. I don't okay. really do it, but I just have like this like burst of energy because um, <laughs> I just should be doing something. Jack. Give me twenty five. <laughs> um, no, I mean we we'll, we like play or you know things like that. Like mm. you know, unless you're on a time scale, why do yeah, why yeah. do you have to rush to the end? You know, yeah. or I just you know like okay, I'm dry now. Like do yeah. something different. I just want to add on to that. Um, like with regards to the letting go. Thinking about letting go is not letting go. It's (laughs) not. It's not. Yeah, because if you're trying to figure out how you're going to be more relaxed, if you're thinking about being relaxed, or you're thinking, thinking. yeah, you're thinking, yeah, yeah. So the idea is just to focus the energy on the place where you want the pleasure. If it's your your vagina, just think, just feel Mm -hmm. the vagina. The end. Yeah, that's it. um, And also another note on staying lubricated. A big thing is diet. Oh my gosh! Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think about, but and especially if you're 20, I mean, you're not thinking about like <laughs> necessarily eating right, but um, your eating, hydration, yeah, yeah, eating greens mm-hmm. and uh, your fruits and vegetables, but greens specifically, and um, drinking lots of water. Yes, is, yes, um, also just very important. That I can I can totally feel a difference, and you know, when the other thing too, I, and I know that it's directly the correlation is definitely directly there, but when we feel good. Yeah. We perform well. Yeah. You know, and when I say perform, I mean the the body will do what you need it and want it to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're eating well, you have more confidence. Yeah. You know, so people say a lot around eating well and exercising and the outcome that it has on, on your body sexually. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's just a physical, the physical component. It's also the psychological feeling of, I look good. I look better. I'm taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I deserve this pleasure. Mm-hmm. It really changes kind of all the chemistry, the brain chemistry and the, the body chemistry. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't go wrong with eating well yeah, and, um, and exercising. And I think sometimes our expectations for that are, like for me, eating well does not mean being a vegan. That's, that's too far um, on the spectrum for me. It's too much yeah. of a lifestyle change. Yeah. 
And I, I don't want to do that, but I can clean up my diet as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, exercising doesn't mean you have to join a gym. Mm-hmm. It can mean that you're just, you know, you're going to walk. Where, to work. Yeah. Or to school. Yeah, or get up. Yeah. Um, do some jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're not as sedentary. So, again, like manage. We should have realistic expectations for ourselves all the way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So squirt on or don't. Yeah. But just, no pressure. I think the the final key, note is just no, no pressure. pressure. That's yeah. it. Just no pressure, just pleasure. Ooh, <gasps> girl, we got a hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. No pressure, just pleasure. Awesome. And before I forget, I just wanted to let you know, if you have any questions or queries, please don't forget to reach out to us. Our email address is host at the And of course, follow us on all of our social media. We are at the spread pod. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything. Again, I don't even know how many times I'm going to thank you. It's fine. But it's been amazing. Likewise. And just like having the opportunity to talk to you and to learn and to just be in your space. Like it's such a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try. <laughs> bye, everybody. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>